Welcome to the End Time Talk Show, where we are preparing for the soon return of Jesus Christ. Learn the end time Bible prophecy, the sign, the timeline. Why is the end time information important? Jesus was born to save the world. Now it is our job to make sure the world hears the gospel and be saved. If sinners do not accept Jesus for any reason or reject Jesus, they will receive a harsh eternal punishment of the torment in Satan's kingdom, the lake of fire. The Bible predicts the end, the end time truth through the book of Revelation with the round table insight made clear to our understanding. And now I'll give you the end time talk show round table with visionary Eudine Hubbard, Apostle Lonzo Curry, a Dr. NSI. Enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining us today. This is the End Time Talk Show, and I'm your host, Eudine Hubbard. We have a powerful program for you today. And so please mute your phones and get ready to be encouraged, empowered, and inspired as we are blessed by our roundtable scholars as they declare the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your amazing grace and your tender mercies that you extend to us, your people. Thank you for blessing us and empowering us to be a blessing today. We give you praise for every opportunity that you give to us to share the gospel. Now give your people ears to hear what your spirit is saying to them today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much again for being with us today. We have a wonderful program for you, and I would like to introduce to you our roundtable, Dr. Annette Sai, Woman of God, thank you for being with us today. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Apostle Alonzo Curry, man of God, thank you for being with us today. God bless. It's an honor to be here today. And what a blessing it is today. We have a special guest for you, our brother Baron Carter. Hallelujah. What a powerful testimony he has of his experience in hell. Brother Carter, thank you, man of God, for being with us today. Uh, thank you for having me. There are not many people that went to hell and come back to tell the story, Brother Carter. So uh, would you please explain hell to us? Well, the only thing that I can say that, uh, I mean, I was in like a deep sleep. You know, I was just sleeping. You know, uh, this happened back like 92, 93 94, somewhere up in there, and um, I was sleeping there, and I was over a friend's house, you know, I, you know, she invited me into their house, and I stayed with her, you know, been there like maybe a couple of years already, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I fell asleep, and then when I woke up, I woke up, and to the left of me, when I, when I uh, woke up, it was, it was, you know, like, like a little dark place, I'm like, where am I, you know, I'm like, look at and all of a sudden, the left side of the wall, it just opens up. It just opens up, you know, and uh, smoke start coming out. You know, you could you could hear the people, and I'm like, what's, you know, what's that noise? What's, what's all that noise? And uh, when the wall opened up, you could see the smoke, and then you can hear that. You can actually hear the people saying, let me out, let me get out, let me get out. I said, Lord, I said, I know I'm not where I'm thankful at. You know, and that's what I'm saying. But, I mean, it was, I mean, even though, you know, it might not seem like what I think I'm saying, but I mean, I'm like, it's it's hot, it's hot. I mean, I'm talking about it's it's hot down there. I mean, can't nobody survive that type of heat, but it's hot. And like I said, when I seen that wall open, and you can hear the people, let me out, let me get out. Uh, it's, it's a mistake. I'll do some. I, I, I give me another chance. And then uh, you know, you can just. You know, you you just just hear the 
hear the terror in their voices, you know. And uh, I mean, and I knew it was something wrong when I when I started hearing it, and I'm like, I said, no, I don't supposed to be down here either. So I'm just, you know, just looking, just you know, just listening, looking, and I and I got horror in, in me too because I'm like, I know, you know, uh, I'm here, and it don't look like I can't get out. So you know, I couldn't run or nothing like that. And all of a all of a sudden, um, it's like the the space just got wide and wide. I mean, it just started opening and just started opening. And then I looked to the right of me, and then I seen this I see this big old huge thing start coming at me. And uh, and I'm looking, and then it, it get closer and it get closer. And then as I'm looking, and uh, and I see these big old horns. I see these big old horns. They just they come up and they come come out, and and this thing. I mean, this thing was huge. This thing was huge, man. And I, like I said, I'm looking, and I'm looking. I'm like, this thing. You know, that thing is coming at me. And then as it got closer, you know, I mean, this thing is so huge. One one of his fingers made three of mine, and one of his thighs. Made both of mine. You know, I'm, I'm, I ain't all that big, but I'm, you know, pretty good size. But this thing was so huge, man. I mean, it, this thing had probably still at least about maybe 15, 20 feet. I mean, this thing was huge. I mean, you know, you could see the muscles in his neck. You know, this thing had muscles in his neck. And, uh, and all of a sudden, uh, he reached out, and when he reached out, I didn't see his face, but this, this thing, he reached out, he reached out at me. And you can, and you can see the, the, the hands, I mean, the hands were so huge, man. I mean, it's like, looked like he could pick me up with one arm, one hand. But when he reached out at me, I could see the, the pale, I could describe the pale. His skin was like palish, palish gray, pale, like, like a palish bluish gray. Like a dark color, like I mean, you could tell this thing was dead, but you know it was it was in hell. Of course, it's a demon, and uh, and when this thing reached out at me, I screamed with a loud voice, and then uh, when I screamed, you know, uh, I woke up, and then when I woke up, they said, "Man, oh," because you know I was in the house with a, you know with other people too, and then they said, "Man, what you doing? What's wrong? You scream? What happened?" I not and I. And I told him, I said, man, I'll just in hell. But even though it seemed like a little short time, but it was it was a long time because, I mean, even one second, one minute in hell is too long for anybody. And like I said, I wish that nobody, you know, if you're doing things that you ain't have no business doing now, you need to repent, ask God to save you, Jesus Christ to come in your life and save you because once you get in that place, uh, it's not no coming out. And I thought that I wasn't going to be able to come back because, you know, I know I did some, some, some rough things, but Jesus Christ, I know Jesus Christ had let me have that uh, experience down there while I, you know, while I was going through this. And, uh, and like I said, he gave me a chance to come back, you know. I mean, but, you know, like I said, I didn't, I didn't see Jesus, but I, I know that he summed me there at that time, during that time, to where, look, if you don't stay in your life up, this is what you're going to be at forever. He didn't say nothing like that, but I just knew I just knew in my mind, if I didn't straighten up, straighten up from here on out, it's going to, you know, it's, when you die, that's where I'm going to go. Brother and, Barry, um, I agree with you. One minute in hell is too long. Now, Apostle Alonzo, I can remember when we were doing some roundtables about hell, and it's we we talked about some of the things that Brother Byron just mentioned. Would you please um, help us with this now, Apostle Alonzo? Well, let me say this. This this is so uh, alarming, and and and, and I want. Um, Brother Byron, to take his time. I, I want you to cut through this chase. I want you to give people directly to the point. I want you to cross every T and dot every I. I don't want you to sugarcoat nothing. I don't want you to water down nothing. And I want everybody that's listening, I want you to pull up 
a front row seat. I don't want nobody sitting in the second row. If you're in your home, if you're in your car, get a front row seat because this is something that you have to know that you have an appointment with, and you have to make sure that the destiny. And missionary, you're doing to what you're saying, that I, I had to address my brother Byron that um, we really want to get to the coordinates. We have talked about hell. I, I have I have done an investigation over over thirty some years of, of people that had a near death experience. But brother Byron, let, let me read this passage, and maybe you can help us out where we need to go, and you can navigate your experience and your encounter, and and definitely was an encounter. Uh, I'm going to read from the the Gospel of, of Luke, and, and, and I thank God that what I'm reading in the Gospel of Luke is written in red. Thank God that Jesus want to make sure uh, that this is some heard, and thank God for the scholars that said something alarming should be put in red. When Jesus says something, it should be put in red. And here you go right here in the Gospel of Luke chapter 16. And it says, And being in torment in hell, he lifted up his eyes, and he saw Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in the bosom. And then he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in torment and in this flame. And then verse 28 said this, and he said, oh, you have five brothers. He said, I have five brothers. Send them, to the, send them that a word can be testified unto them lest they come to this place of torment. And look, listen to Father Abraham. Abraham said to him, they have Moses, they have the prophets, let them hear them. And then Abraham went forth and he said, if one come from the dead, they will not repent. But he said unto him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, Neither will they be persuaded, though one come from the dead. Man of God, we 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 dealing with a, a topic of hell, and and I want you to give us right now that that this man was in torment. It, it was it was such in flame, and and I don't know what he's thinking in his right mind, but he say if you can send Lazarus to dip his finger in a dip of water and cool my tongue. I mean. Let us know how intense it is. Is this, is this bringing it to a high intense that you encounter and experience this? I mean, man, the only thing that I can say, it was so hot. It was so hot down there, man. I'm like, when I woke up, when I woke up and I put my shirt on, and, I mean, my body was just, it was just, when I got up off my bed, you could see the water just dripping on the floor. So, like I said, and when I put my shirt on, back on, it got soaking wet. I mean, it got soaking wet. Just that, I mean, it was like, I thought I was going to die. So what I did, I went in the kitchen, and I said, man, let me get some water. Let me get some water. I'm talking about, this is like, as soon as I got off my bed, it wasn't even 10 seconds, I ran to the kitchen and got me some water, and that's how hot it was. But even though I had my shirt on, I heard my shirt on, I don't think it was probably about 10 minutes, but it was soaked. Like somebody just poured some water on me. And you could take my shirt and wring it out, and it filled the, it filled the small styrofoam cup up. That's how intense the heat is down there. So like I said, you know, in a, in a sense, like I said, when Lazarus said he wants some water, but by me, you know, I could wake up and go to the kitchen and get some water and drink it. That's how intense the heat, the heat is. I mean, like I said, you might think I'm crazy, but, I mean, like I said, I still remember this like it happened yesterday. And like I said, I try to do right by my family, everybody who I contact with, because you're going to be judged about what you do on this earth. So if you, whatever you're doing, you're doing wrong, you're going to have to re stop and repent to Jesus Christ and ask him to come to your life and save you. So that way, you know, you can make amends even with your family, your enemies, or whoever. Because if you keep going the route that you're going, you're going to end up in a place like I was. I was just blessed that he let me live to come back and, and, uh, and tell it. You know, I didn't, I didn't die or nothing like that. But, you know, the out-of-body experience, that was surreal. And that was just the first time I went to hell. The second time when I went to hell, uh, 
I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm like, golly, I'm like, you know, but it was, it was this big cave, a big old huge cave, and there was this spider, a huge spider. I mean, you know, you can see it, you know, it's it, it just sitting there. And then all of a sudden, these little baby spiders, I'm talking about those spiders was, was probably bigger than a case of water, but it was like hundreds of them. They just, they just surrounded me. So I'm looking, I'm like, uh, okay, all right, I got to figure out a way how to get out of here. So when I did that and I felt it, one of them jumped on my back and I screamed with a horrifying, terror scream like I did. And I'm like, I said, that second time, I said, this is it. I said, I got you straight up. And I told my mom about it. She said, boy, she said, whatever you're doing, you need to straighten up. So, you know, at, at uh, but other than that, uh, hell is real. I mean, I don't care what nobody thinks. If you had the same experience I got, you will believe it too. But when you down there and you and you feel that intense heat, like I said, you go down there, can't nobody survive the heat. But I'm th- I'm just like I said, I'm just giving the God to gl- giving the glory to God that He let me go through that experience. He like I'm thinking if I would have woke up and saw that demon face, I don't think I would have been here. I don't think I would have been here. Uh, then I wouldn't, baby, come back. I probably would have died in my sleep. If I'm, I'm thinking if I would have saw that demon's face, because that's how horrifying it is. Is is down there? I mean, like I said, like I said, it's is people. People say, well, I wish I could go to hell and do this. No, you don't neither. No, you don't. You don't. You do not want to go to that place. I tell anybody, whatever you're doing, I don't care who it's to your family members on your job, whatever. Stop, take the time, ask God what I need to do. But first, you've got to repent and tell Jesus Christ to come in your life to save you. Whatever y'all doing out there, stop it now because God is not playing. God is not playing. Like I said, the only thing that I can think of when that demon was coming to me, he probably would have picked me up and when that door was open, and threw me in the lake of fire. That's how intense it is. And oh, like my said, God. What, Brother Byron, I'm, I'm just so thankful. Well, you know, after being in hell those times, that hell is no joke. And, no. Uh, Dr. Sai, I know that so many times in, in our previous talk shows that you have been warning children, warning mothers that hell is not a place that God has made for his people, but for Satan and his angels. So do you have any questions that you would like to ask, Brother Byron? Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Brother Byron, powerful, powerful testimony. And like what you said, you know, we um, did a T-shirt. Uh, and said uh, uh, fantasizing of water in hell. Uh, and that's all you can do because you can't get water. Uh, as the apostle was going forth, uh, um, uh, the rich man wanted just a drop uh, of water, just just a drop. You can't get that's that. That's right. And, uh, right. and, and uh, you have mentioned the, the spiders, uh, and you mentioned hundreds of them. And then you said, well, one that, that hit your back. And, uh, and and you let out a huge scream, uh, a, a, a severe hollow. And can you imagine of the hollering and the screaming that you're going to hear down there? When that wall opened up, and, and that sort of blew me away, when that wall opened up and then you seen where you was at, and, 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 and you know, I, I, I believe you, if you had a seen that, that demon face or whatever it was, amen, because uh, if you had a seen it, uh, uh, his face, he probably would threw you into hell. You probably went into the wall and went and wouldn't wake up. And that's a blessing. And I know your mom and your family, your brothers, I know they excited to know that God brought you back. Amen. Yeah. Because I can only imagine. But it's serious because, you know, the Bible talks about the worms, the, the worms the, and, and, and the maggots or whatever you want to call it that lives in the flesh and eat on the flesh. And, and the worm will stay alive in you as long mm-hmm. as you are alive. In, in, in mm-hmm. hell, you yeah. will never die. So those worms would never die. And, and, and you didn't even get that far uh, to see no, more. No, I was going to go straight into the lake of fire. And it wasn't going to be no it wasn't going to be no worms or nothing. I mean, I mean, 
it's like it's, it's so many different parts of hell. But that part of hell there, when I seen that wall open, and like I said, when you see the when you see the uh like the the uh, I mean, you can just see just a, like a like I mean, you you can just hear the people, and like I said, with the with the intense heat, and you can. And you can see the light from the intense from the lake of fire. I knew that's where I was going. I wasn't gonna be in no 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 chains. I wasn't gonna be in no uh in no in, in, in no holding cell. I would that demon was gonna throw me straight straight into the lake of fire. And I knew that's what that was behind that. Now now when because you like say, when, when you say because uh, the Bible talks about hell, and the, and the Bible talks about lake, the lake of fire, which is two totally different events. Uh, and, and because you weren't actually able to go back there and see it, all you know that you heard a hollering back there. You heard uh, horror. The people. I heard the people screaming, screaming to uh, take me out the lake of fire, save me. It was like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's like you're just going to be tormented forever and ever and ever. you got to realize God's so powerful. If he could make a place like that uh, versus the earth, I mean, that really got to be bad. But like you said, he made that for his for the angels that, that went against him in heaven. He didn't make that for us. But if we worship the devil, then that's what we headed to, the lake of fire. Because, you know, every, you know uh, like I said, everybody going to burn. If, if if you don't do right, right. If you don't do right. That's what you 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 gonna you gonna burn if you don't do right. Like I said, uh, the lake of fire is in the Bible. Like I said, I knew that's where I was. I knew that because that demon would have picked me up. This, brother Byron, let me say this. Um, because the Bible specifically talk about hell, and then uh, once you go before the great white throne judgment, and then you will be thrown into the lake of fire. So hell comes first, the lake of fire. Now, just for those the people that 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 hearing and they don't really understand or they don't believe, I want to ask you a question. Uh, in your encounter of hell, do you think it was a state of mind or a place of reality? Place of reality. Amen. Ain't no state of mind. Ain't no state of mind when it comes to hell. Because you got to realize when you're on this earth, you're being judged. You're you being judged while we're up here. So that's why we have to uh, assume ourselves among the congregation and then go out in, into the earth and be respectful and respect other people and, and do God what God wants us to do. Ain't no state of mind. Because you, you, as, as we speak now, Everybody is being judged. Everybody's being judged. I mean, yeah, we we judge ourselves, but the angels in heaven is writing all this stuff down. If your name ain't in that in the book of life, you going to hell. If you ain't doing what God tell you to do, you going to hell. If you if you think you doing things and you trying to be slick and get away with it, angels writing that down. You going to hell. If you and like I said, if you you go, but sometimes God might say, okay, well, you done did so much things. We ain't going to even waste time with you. We're going to throw you in the lake of fire. You got to realize, you know, God is not playing. I mean, some 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 get get punishment more than others, but once you're in, 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 in hell and you go into the lake of fire or whatever, you, are you going to be, be tormented? The judgment has already been set. Ain't no more. Ain't no going to the throne of grace and asking for repentance and all of that. You being judged now. Them angels is writing everything down. You do. He writing. He writing with how you do people in church. He writing down how you do people on your job. He write. They writing down what you how you do people in the public. You got to be respectful. We got to be respectful to one another. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, if that might seem. Everything that we do and everything we're saying is being documented, and that's what we're. It's to be being concerned. documented, yeah. That's that's in Revelation. I mean, I didn't see all of that, but I mean, according to the way you live on this earth, I mean, all of this just came to my mind. I mean, I'm like, you know, when I got there, I said, the angels, they looking at this. God, God knows. Uh, I mean, another question. Everything, brother Byron. So I have another question for you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, when you was down in hell, in, in, of your hell experience, uh, what kind of sins um, uh, of people 
uh, how that took them to hell? What kind of sins? Uh, why were people in hell? What kind of sins caused them to go to hell? Oh man, uh, you could, you could, you could, uh, uh, cold-blooded murder, uh, living, living homosexual life, uh, uh, stealing. Uh, I mean, it's it's tons of things. Treating your family members wrong, uh, fornicating, uh, uh, what else? Drinking, drinking, uh, drinking, uh, just, I mean, just wasting your life without doing what God wants you, wanted you to do, uh, what else? I mean, you know, just little simple things, man, I mean. Right, now, 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 unrepented sins can cause you to go to hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely, 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 definitely. And, and a big one is lying. The lie, because the Bible is clear to say all liars shall have their part. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and yeah, all of that, all of that. Yes, ma'am. I'm glad yes, you called out of that point because uh, a fornication, uh, adultery, uh, idolaters, and uh, homosexual, that, that needs to be said because a lot of people feel homosexuality. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you live in a homosexual life and you unrepented of that sin, sin lifestyle that you live in, you going to hell because you being judged now. You being judged now. If you if you if you live in a homosexual life, and and the angels see that, okay, uh, even uh, what you call that, uh, doing things against your body, the angels writing all that down. They ain't forgetting nothing. All of that, all this is being documented as we speak. You know, we're just here on this earth, but other than that. All like I said, all those things that you're doing, as far as not uh, being unrepentable and, 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 and try to live the way God wants us to live, man, you're gonna be documented for that. You're gonna be judged for that. You're gonna be judged for that. Oh my God, um, yeah. brothers and sisters, I want to remind you: if you are just joining us now, you are listening to the end time talk show and our special guest brother byron carter is sharing his experience of hell and hell is a place where you don't want to go and you don't want your children to go so father i just ask you now to give your people ears to hear what's being said because the only hope we have to avoid hell is Jesus Christ, is to give yourself and your life to him. And, Brother Byron, we just thank God for your being with us today. Apostle Alonzo, I know that you have some other burning questions. Would you please share them with us now? Yes, God bless you, missionary. Thank you, Dr. Annette. Amen. You know, I feel I feel right now that it seems like we are turning. We're trying to represent the soul of man. and. And let me share this, Brother Carter. Uh, my wife had a dear beloved cousin that was in Florida a, a week ago. And I think he was probably here just one week, and we was going to meet up with him. And he had an encounter where it was an accident, and somebody killed him on the spot doing construction work. And, he, and, and it hurted me so much because I didn't know the nature of, of, of the state of mind because I haven't saw him in a long time, and, and we was going to meet up. And it hurt me. I said, Lord, what would, what would be the point of destiny? I don't want to judge on it before it's time, but I haven't seen him, and, and we was going to get a chance to talk. And that's even last week, a Brother Carter, this happened. But can you help me to deal with the spectators that would be able to hear what you're saying? Do you, do you think by any chance this, this could have been a, a nightmare or a dream or a hallucination? Or some people may say, have, have he had any, anything dealing with drugs? Maybe he had a drug experience where he was in such a, like, a drug state. Can you address, was it a dream or a nightmare or something, or hallucination? Can you let people know? It was worse than a nightmare. Don't, I don't think no nightmare could, could describe it. I mean, it, it seemed like a nightmare, but it, to me, it was like I was there. I mean, it's like God took me off this earth, took, took, took my soul out of my body and just, Put me right there in hell. I mean, I'm talking about within a blink of an eye. Within a, I'm talking about 
It wasn't no 10 minutes. It was like, it was quicken. It was quicken. It was quicken. I mean, it, I can't describe. I mean, it's, it's like, it's like if you, if you just step to one side, it was just that quick. It was just, and, and it was just that quick. God put my, put my soul back into my body. I mean, but you gonna you gonna feel that, Jack. You gonna feel that. You gonna feel that in, 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 when you go to hell. It's because it's, it's hot down there. No hallucination. No uh, after backlash reaction. This was. I mean, this was like actual. I was there. I was there. Certain things I I I used to, uh, I used to do. I can't do no more. Cause God watching, the, the angels are watching. Certain certain places I want to go, I can't go no more. You know, if you're gonna go, tell people about the goodness of God. Share, you know, share things with them. Get out there, feed the homeless, and remind people, man, we're in a dying world. Uh, I mean, it ain't no time when Jesus is gonna come back. He come back any any second. The rapture can come tomorrow. I mean, it's time, people. Well, I mean, we got to get it together and, and, and tell each other and sharpen each other about God. You know, get out there and tell the sinners. Get, get some small Bibles and tell people to repent. Just like Noah told them that it was going to rain, they didn't believe. You know, we tell people, Jesus, he said he's coming back. You know, but I was, I, was just, I was just there in hell just in the nick of time so I can come back and remind people, say, look, that doesn't remind of me. I didn't see Jesus when I was there, but God is so powerful, he placed me there. That was not no nightmare. He, he, he actually placed me there. He put me there for a reason in a, in a, in a, in a, in a split time. You know, you, I, I can't lie about that. I mean, if you think I'm lying, okay, that's okay. No. But if, well, let, 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 me, let me say this then for the, for the people, because I want everyone, I want everyone I want you to get everyone undivided attention. I want you to interrupt their human agenda. Let me say this. It seems like you're encountering and help me out, walk me through this. I mean, you know, like a jail. When you know jail, when you get get victim, you get victimized by whatever crime you've done, and you go to jail, uh, and then you can help someone to come to bail you out. Uh, and then it's a problem of the crime you did, but they may say, "Well, it's not that bad. Well, I'm going to put you on maybe probation." Or maybe for other religious people, they, they figure that a place called Burkatory, where you would go to a place and you would get purified, whatever you've done, and when you get purified, then you would no longer be held accountable for what you did. Uh, if we deal with, you, you got bailed out. I mean, some people went to hell and didn't come back. But can you say you was bailed out by some reason, or was you on probation, or uh, something like no. Burkatory, you got your conscience together? God just God just had uh, he just he just had a mercy on me to bring me back to put my soul. He just had he just had such mercy on not just me, all of us, but at that time he just had his mercy, his his powerful mercy to bring me back to go back and tell people. You know, like I said, Satan don't have no mercy, but God do. You know. When you, when I was down there, I was, I mean, man, I was like, please, please, you know, and I was like, because I knew. But God had so much mercy on me until he let me come back and experience that so I can tell people. Mm. The mercy of God mm. is powerful, man. I mean, the mercy of God is so powerful. I mean, it can get you out of anything. So that's why we said God have mercy on my soul. That's why we say that. Because like I said, in hell, I could have still been down there today. I would have been away from my family or nothing. And even though you, like I said, when you in hell, you still gonna have your thoughts. You still, and you, and you suddenly gonna have your feel because you gonna feel that fire, buddy. And on mm. top of that, I mean, but the mercy of God is so powerful. He allowed me to go through that, and then He allowed me to come back, and so I can tell the people. But He just wanted me to experience, experience how hell really is. Because, like I said, without His mercy, without His grace without his promises, and if we don't go through them with him, ain't no way, man, we can, we can do it without it. Let me say this comparison. I, I think Missionary Eudine brought it uh, to the table and also uh, Dr. Nat. 
Uh, can you find any kind of suffering, uh, any kind of uh, encounter that a person experienced? I mean, people have accidents by plane. They had accidents by cars. Um, they have got shot before or stale before. Can you find anything that you can compare hell and what you encounter with something on the, on the earth? Can you give us something kind of example? Is anything can be compared to what you encounter on earth that people suffer? Uh, uh, the only thing that I could uh... – the closest thing that, that comes to hell, you know, in the summertime, you know how hot it be, that intense heat? You know, in the, oh, in the, in the, in the Yeah, in that, in that summertime, that summertime heat, when it get up to like 110 degrees, imagine that like a thousand times more. And you know, oh, see, I'm, I live here in Georgia. It's hot, man. It's hot in, in here. You know, you, you know how you want to come in and keep that air conditioner on? It's yeah. hot. It's hot, man. It's hot. When you be in hell, ain't no air conditioner. Ain't no water. Ain't no fan. You you down there in hell, man, it's hot all year round. I mean, I mean, you you ain't going to get no sleep because you're going to be tormented 24 hours a day. I mean, you're going to be tormented. Ain't no hours or nothing down there. You're just going to be tormented forever. But that's, this is the, that's the closest thing in hell on this earth that I can construct. Uh, describe how hot it is in hell. Wow. That's a, that's wow. a close thing because you got to realize, and uh, you got to realize too, in uh, even here in the summertime, millions and millions of people is sitting that heat in in your state or wherever you're, even across the country. Millions of people. That I mean, it's millions of people in hell. Hell is enlarging its is uh, I mean, hell is enlarging itself. Over and over and over, it's enlarging itself every day. The Bible tells you that. Hell large and enlarge itself daily. It, it, but the intense heat, hey, hell, uh, hell, it's got enough room for everybody who, who want to go there. Hell, right. I mean, hell is not, hell is not no place to take it. Once you're down there, you won't get out. My, Ain't no doors. My, my God, people of God. I, I hope you understand the importance of hearing a message like this. And this is why we pray on the End Time Talk Show prayer line seven days a week for America, for our families, for your families. The word of the Lord in Second Corinthians says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their lands. People of God, if you would like to join us on the prayer line Please give us a call and let us know. You can call us at 877-352-5181. Again, the number is 877-352-5181. And let us know God wants to hear your voice. Join us in praying for your family, praying for your children, because God does hear, and he answers prayer. Dr. Sy, this experience that Brother Carter has kind of reminded me of you, that you had a vision of the rapture. Now, do you have any other final questions that you would like to ask Brother Carter? I thank God for the, the dream I had of the rapture when I was about 12 years old, and I believe it's brought me where I am today. But it was nothing like uh, Brother Carter. With nothing like I didn't experience nothing like what he experienced. Mine was a rapture dream, not a hell dream. And so that just to let us know that it, this is really serious because in Houston it gets super hot with humility. It's really it sometimes it be so hot you can't hardly bear it. It's like it's hard to breathe. And I know it had to be 
uh, uh, hard down in hell, and that's not a place uh, that you want to go. So his testimony really uh, opened up my eyes to let me have understanding of what's actually going on. But I want to say this, uh, that uh, the whole purpose of this is for uh, Brother Byron to let people know what's really happened, that hell is a real place. It's no joke. It's no partying in hell, uh, and it's not a joking matter. And uh, Jesus, um, you know, he made heaven uh, uh, for us, and he made hell for Satan and his angels. And, and people need to know they don't have to go there. But if you refuse uh, Jesus uh, and reject Jesus and, 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 and decide to become an angel of Satan, that's where you're going to Satan's kingdom, uh, which is hell in the lake of fire. But you don't have to go there because Jesus, he died on the cross so that you can go to heaven. And people will say that they didn't know. Uh, that's why it's so important that we witness because if we don't witness, people don't know. This is a great witnessing message that this man of God, Brother Byron, is doing today is witnessing. And many people have have the opportunity, uh, but many reject the opportunity. Uh, an opportunity came when uh, when somebody gave them a track or, or when their mother and grandmother told them about uh, heaven and hell, uh, when the preacher told them about hell, when that person that was witnessing to them on the street told them about hell. When, when, when you look at a person witnessing to you and you look at them like they're crazy uh, for talking about Jesus, those was all opportunities that people had had uh, to accept Jesus, but many reject the opportunity. So I want to encourage everybody. The Bible says, the day that you hear my voice, hearten not your heart. And, and Brother Byron, uh, uh, just listening to what you're saying, uh, it really stirred me up, and it stirred me up deeply because I have an understanding uh, of the water situation, an understanding of so much. Uh, but... Um, uh, in your experience, because I know sometimes it's like hard to breathe here when it's so hot with the humility. And, and yes, what that as a million uh, a times, a thousand times worse than what we feel. Uh, how is that, sir? I mean, it's like, I mean, as soon as you just, as soon as you get there, you're going you're gonna to know that um, the heat is so intense. You know, if you was living, you know you're going to be dead or whatever. But in my case, you know, God just had mercy on me. But I could still feel the heat. But like I said, you know, like you said, uh, describing how hot it is down there, the only thing that I can think of, how hot it is in the summer. And that's the only thing that, that I can think of, how, how close the earth comes to hell. That's the only way. But uh, you weren't even in the fire. You weren't even in the fire. You were just. I wasn't even. I wasn't even. I wasn't even. Uh, I didn't even get close to it. Wow. But but like I said, the heat down there, down there in, in itself, just the intense heat from the uh from the from the lake of fire is so hot. I mean, the, I mean the intense heat, you know, from the fire is going to be like it's it's just inhale. You you gonna feel that forever and ever and ever. You are gonna feel that. You gonna feel that's torture in itself. The heat. Never. I mean, I. You know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Compare. I'd rather get shot ten times and live here on the earth than to be in that intense heat. Oh I'd rather. I'd rather a car to hit me going at twenty miles per hour and I live than to be in that intense heat. I'd rather for you to. Cut both of my feet off and give me some plastic feet and put back on than to be in that hell. You know, you could be treated up here, but down there ain't no treatment. It's continued torment. Continually. Every every day, every day. Ain't, I mean, you ain't going to know when the sun up. Only thing you're going to be, you're going to be in that heat. You're going to be in that heat. If you just... Like I said, I mean, it's hot enough in the summertime here in Atlanta. It get up to 100 and, uh, 105, 110 degrees sometimes with the heat index. That's hot. That is hot. 100 degrees compared to 1,000 degrees? Man, please. It's hot. So, oh, you know, my, my God. 
Well, with all of the people, um, Brother Byron and Dr. Sai and Apostle Alonzo that are listening to us right now, I know that there are people who have not made that decision yet and that they are right on the edge and that the Holy Spirit <clears throat> is wooing them right now. I know that there are people who want to make that decision. So would you please invite those who have not made the decision that now is the time, invite them in and lead them in the prayer of repentance and salvation. Well, long Dr. Dr. I can I Well, the only thing I can think of, if Jesus is not in your heart today, please invite him in because it's very important. Jesus should be a uh, Jesus. Jesus should be a part of your lifestyle. Jesus should be a lifestyle in your body, not a part. A lifestyle. There's a difference between a part of your life and all your life. Make Jesus all of your life. Live day by daily, man. Die to this flesh daily because we don't have no, that much time on this earth. Die to that flesh daily, man. Uh, say a prayer. You know, if, if the Muslims can pray five times a day, we as Christians should be able to pray at least every hour on the hour with a simple prayer. Lord, if I'm not doing it right, uh, please direct me and guide me for what I need to do. And just spend time with God, man. I mean, if you, if you spend time with God in the morning and at night, I guarantee you, man, God will turn your life around. But you got to come in with an open heart and sincere, and you got to mean it. Because if you're playing around, he's going to know you're playing. Because my mama tell you about me. I ain't going to lie. I've been ducking and dodging a long time, man. I'm just not getting my life together because I had to make it up in my mind. So, look, this is the way I wanted to go. Hey, I know I wasn't living right. I know I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do in the goodness of God. But, hey, God started doing things. And one of the things that he did is send my butt to hell and said, look, if you don't do, this is where you're going to be. So, hey, uh, choose what you're going to choose who you're going to serve. Missionary UD, if, if I, I, before Dr. Annette pray and, and, and lead the people, I want to read a very important passage that, that you know, I, I, so much was brought before um, the table this, today. And, and I know... I know it's sin in the world. Now, I mean, I have to be straightforward. It's sin in the world, but we have to let the people know that sin is the pleasure of sin is only for a season, and and that's why Doctor Doctor is trying to make sure that Brian let them know that uh, that the price tag of whatever got you in hell is not worth it. And I learned this a long time ago, and I said this that sin will take you further than you want to go keep you longer than you need to be kept, and it will cost you more than you're willing to spend. It thrill, then it kill. It fascinate, then it assassinate. And that's why I was glad that, that Brother Carter exposed the bait that Satan used to get people in hell, to get them entangled, to get them a snare, to get them in the web of Satan. But this very important passage in Luke 8 and 36 must be heard. Because you got to come up to college. you got to take inventory, you got to take assessment, you got to take evaluation of your soul. Now, he said the hour he encountered, he said, don't even put no time. He said, don't even go there. But it's, it's, it's not, and he said he didn't want to even put it upon his enemy. But listen, listen to this passion. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall man give a shame for his soul? Luke 8 and 36. This is something to think about. What should a prophet, whatever you stand of right now, whatever you put God on a back burner, you put God on call ID, God is, is hand outstretched to you. God is dealing with your heart. But whatever desire you have, whatever pleasure you have, and it's only for the flesh, but see, the flesh is going to burn. So when the flesh is burned, can you think about, I don't have my fleshly body no more, but my soul, which is eternal and a mortal part of me, the incredible part of me, the pleasure is not going to be there no more. It's other flesh. 
and the flesh got to perish. So, I mean, we got to pray, and, and I thank God, missionary, that, that we heard something, and I pray that, uh, that Dr. Net would declare to everyone, don't be like King Agrippa, almost persuaded, but be fully persuaded. And right now, I heard loud and clear that nobody don't have no excuse. I believe every question that needs to address what people have right now, no excuse. And any excuse is not a reason. So we need to pray. Thank you, Missionary Yudin, as Dr. Nett pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. This is serious. This is really, really serious. I want people to really understand that. If you are not saved, you are not safe. And if you're not safe, you're going to face horrible things unless you place your hope and trust in Jesus. It's Jesus that died on the cross. He died on the cross that you can be saved. And now we have to go to Jesus and ask him into our hearts if we want to be saved, if we want to go back to heaven with Jesus. Only two places you can go, heaven or hell. Choose Jesus. Choose heaven. Amen. It's a simple prayer, and it's called the sinner's prayer. And I want to say it with you. And if you say this prayer with me and mean it from your heart, amen, you will be saved. Jesus made it possible. Amen. Say this. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I come to you now. I realize I have sinned sinned. and let you down. Let you down. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit in me. I want to be saved. I got to be saved. I got to make it. I can't go to hell. I refuse to go to hell. I come in and do it your way. Not just because I'm scared of hell, but Jesus, I love you. I love you because you love me to die on the cross for me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Hallelujah. If you said that prayer, hallelujah. Jesus' love, hallelujah, and his compassion is for you. Hallelujah. Don't go back on God. Don't go back into the world. Don't go back to the devil. Don't be enticed for sin to go into the devil's arm. Because if you go to that sin, that pleasure, you're going into Satan's arm. And if you go into Satan's arm, you're going straight to hell. And the devil designed it that way. He wants you to come back just for a moment so he can get you. You're now saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Find a good church home. If you don't know one, call our office. We have churches that we are affiliated with that we can find a good church for you. Amen. Get on the prayer line. We're on the prayer line every night at 7 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Central, every night. Amen. This prayer line is for you so that you can gain strength, so you can gain, uh, uh, learn how to pray. Amen. So that you can be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I love you. Thank God for you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Cyan. If you made that decision, I want to welcome you now into the family of God. And, again, I want to invite you to join us nightly on the prayer line uh, where we are praying for our children, for America, the world, and for the body of Christ. And I want to just thank you for joining us today. I'm I'm sorry. I'm very sorry if I cut you off. But I, I, I want to say something. Uh, I just want to let, let everybody know I was not paid to say this. I was not uh, pushed to say this. I mean, this actually happened to me. So uh, Dr. Side, she has a very good ministry going on. So all of the other people, if you could, 
invite somebody on her podcast so they would know. So they would know. Just you know, if if you just go out and just get one person, give give Doctor Sai's number to somebody so they can come on the prayer line so God can 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 deal with them and work with them and get them saved. And I apologize, uh, Miss Secretary. Uh, I apologize for, for for cutting you off, but uh, uh, continue continue with the uh, with the grace with the great uh, with the grace of God uh, with the program. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Brother Carter, for being our special guest today. We appreciate your testimony, and we thank God that you are part of the body of Christ and that you are making a difference. God bless you. Now, thank I want you to tune in next Saturday, March the 5th, for another talk show and a hot topic. So please feel free to submit your questions online at endtimeoutreachnetwork.org, or you may call us at 877-352-5181. Thank you for listening today to today's talk show where we are reminding the saints that soon and very soon we are going to see the king. It's no longer just a saying. It is reality. Are you rapture ready? <laughs>